Hi, and welcome to Thinking Out Loud. This is Mariana. And Elizabeth. Hi. Hey. Hi. Happy first day of fall. I know, right? Yay. Oh, that's going to confuse our listeners because we're having to uh, record early this week. (laughs) Man, I gave away our secret already (laughs) because I have a conference this weekend. And And I'm going camping. And you're going camping. Mm-hmm. Ooh, what it'll sh- it'll probably be nice. Hopefully, it's going to be kind of hot here actually um where I live, but we're going out well, we're going like up the coast and it's about 4 hours away from here, so hopefully it'll be nice and cool and lush. We have to drive past the like we may still be able to see the smoke from what's left of the valley fire. I don't oh, know if yeah. you guys or paying attention to that, but that's that one that was really, really destructive. And it never made it down to the the road where we're going to be driving through the mountains, but it's like right there. Well, and I was also thinking, you know, we're talking about the West Coast here. If you drove towards the coast on this side of the world, <laughs> that would not be cooler. Well, well, yeah, that is probably true, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. In the Lots Pacific, of humidity. In the Pacific Coast... Because the Pacific Ocean is colder than the Atlantic Ocean anyways. Is that right? Wow, I said that. And now I'm like, oh, God, I hope that's right. Um, anyways. Yeah, but you're right. I, <laughs> um, I know it is when you get in it <laughs> on our coast. Um, anyways, it just, uh, it's just it's a lot colder because the wind comes off of it and it picks up all that cold air. So it's moist, um, but it's not, it's not usually more humid or warm. Yeah, isn't that interesting? It's crazy. Well, and you get so used to, you know, discussions about the coast or the mountains, and then you take it to a different part of the country, and it's not necessarily true. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, like Noah would get confused when we lived in Connecticut about which direction was west because he was used to, like, west being the ocean. And so we'd say it's west, and he'd turn towards the ocean, and we're like, no. No. <laughs> That's east. And actually where we were living in Connecticut, it was even more confusing, though, because, like, the water was the Long Island Sound, so it was south of us anyways. You're like, no. Poor guy. I know. <laughs> well, He's so, like, where am I? <laughs> well, so I was thinking about this idea of place because, um, you know, we get so used to where we are and describing things as we have them that it's... Sometimes I encounter manuscripts that are local by local authors authors <laughs> who are talking about local places, right? So mm-hmm. I'm from the East Coast. I know, you know, we're talking about South Carolina, Tennessee, North Carolina, Georgia. You know, these things that are pretty common over here to us East Coasters, at least our Southeast. Right. And then I encounter these places in writing and I really have to work to explain to some authors, yeah, you got to describe this better because, you know, people don't know what Columbia, South Carolina is. They might know it's the capital, but they don't, like, they don't know it's called the armpit of the South. You know, they don't know (laughs) the heat that exists here. Like, you've got to describe that. But, and I think, I think when we're writing about place, even if it's not a local place, a place that we've been, even if it's a place that exists in a world that exists kind of in our mind, we're so used to going there as the author or the Uh writer that we kind of forget to tell some of the details. It's true. Yeah. Well, and I think that that's an exercise that you can do as a writer is to 
spend time with something that seems really familiar to you and like see if you can describe it in a new way. So you can do that with a place or with an object or with, with a person even. Yeah, to work on this descriptive language, you mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's a good exercise as you're going back. Um, you know, I've been working on a new manuscript, by the way. Hey, that's fun. Two, actually. Good I'm for working, you. I'm working on another short story, and then I'm working on a manuscript manuscript. Nice. I don't know if I said, but, like, the other night I was, like, not sleeping well. So I was, like, I'll just get up and write some because I'm working on this manuscript that I'm going to have finished, hopefully, in, like, a month. Um, and, And so I got up to write, and instead of writing on that manuscript, I wrote 2,000 words on something brand new that just, like, popped into my head. Yikes. And I was, like, eh. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, put you on the shelf because really I can't be distracted right now. But I have a good idea for Nano now. So, But right. I'm glad that got out of my system. You know? Right, exactly. Yeah, but I think this um, description of place, this is something that I've been thinking of as, you know, I was taking the dogs for a walk this morning and the wind is kind of changing, the breeze is kind of changing. But I, I think about this and I, I spent so many falls in the upstate because I grew up there and then I went to college there. That the signals of fall in the upstate, even though it's in the same state, and South Carolina is a pretty small state if we consider (laughs) the grand scheme of all the states. Right. But there's such a difference between the two. Mm Mm-hmm. And so how do I describe that in a way that, you know, somebody from the upstate even would understand or someone from California, you know, who might not (laughs) have ever... Well, you're not a good example because you've I was going to say, it. I'm definitely <laughs> not a good example because I, Noah, for maybe. a while, was like, I want to live and die in South Carolina. And then I moved to California and I was like, oh, never mind. I want to live and die in California. And by South Carolina, I meant <laughs> California. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so this is, this is interesting. Um, how do you, you know, how do you develop that in a way that is meaningful to people, no matter what their experience has been? Well, the thing is that you have to figure out figure it out, right? It's one of the one of those pieces that you really need in order to write anything that is going to resonate with your readers because because place is such an important part of the whole experience of reading um even in some nonfiction, I guess, like creative nonfiction and memoir and that kind of thing, but I mean, maybe not in like textbook articles although sometimes <laughs> but like you <laughs> need like to, it to be more important yeah like having your characters doing stuff is great and we like that but like if they're not somewhere that we can imagine um them being then that that makes it harder to connect them anywhere they just seem like they're floating in space and then and then you don't want to like overdo it you don't want to over describe where we are because because you'll lose your reader's attention because they're like, okay, but what, but really what's happening? And so you have to find the balance between telling us what's important and telling us what what is that one detail about where we are that's going to, like, make it come alive. Um, and, and maybe it's a snapping turtle, right, yeah. that you encounter along the way. Exactly.